All right, this was my dream. I dreamed that I awoke. That is the most wonderful part of the dream, for in my dream I realized I had been asleep, asleep from the very beginning of things. Then I saw myself start, my eyes opened, and I dreamed that I saw. What awakened me, I asked in my dream. You awaken yourself, answered a voice nearby. I turned about, but no one was near. Who are you, I asked. I am that something, came the reply. But where are you? I am hidden in your soul. For some moments, I thought over what was said. Then I stammered, how, how did you get there? I was born there. Why have I not known you were there before? No man knows it, answered the voice, until he awakens. Are you in other men's souls as well? There is that something in every man's soul which can move the mountains or dry the seas. Then you must be faith. Yes, came the answer. I am faith, but I am more. I am that which, I am that which makes men fight, face the fires of hell and win. Then you must be confidence. Yes, I am more than confidence. I am that which makes the babbling brooks lift worlds upon their wavelets. You are power, I cried. Yes, I am more than power, answered the voice. I am that which makes the wretched failure lift himself up and rule the world. You are ambition, I know you now. Yes, I am all that you say, faith, confidence, power, ambition, and more. For greater than all of these things is that something. I am that which every man must find in his soul, or else he will be but a clutterer of the earth on which he lives. But how can man find you? Even as you are fighting me now, first you must awaken and then seek. And then, when you have found, you must learn to control. Control what, I asked, confused. Control that something. Borrow it from your soul and baptize your life with it. Anoint your eyes that you may see. Anoint your ears that you may hear. Anoint your heart that you may be. But tell me, I cried frantically, for the voice was trailing off to almost nothing. How can I do this? How? How? This is the secret, came the voice to me, as the whisper of a gentle breeze. These two words, I will. And the answer or the question to that is, what will you do? What will you do? That's the, that's the question. What will you do? Right? You can go about and kind of get through chiropractic school, muddy through it, and, you know, just kind of pass along and be like the zombie, like all the rest of your friends. You know, just take your tests and write your scantrons and do the things you need for OSCEs and just get out of here, right? And then what should you expect your life to be like if that's how you spend your time here? Same thing, right? Right? If you live your life mediocre now, then what's going to change it? What will change your life? Right? If, if you are not trying <clears throat> in your practice in the clinic to get as many patients as you possibly can in there, or as many kids, or as many pregnant women, or as many athletes, or as many seniors, or whatever it is that you want to specialize in, if you're not trying to do as much as you can, and you're doing just enough to get by, so how many visits do I need? Let's see. I need, I have five, five visits a week, five, five. So if I just get 20, so if I have three patients, I just do three times a week, and then three visits, and I just, I watch you guys do your, your clinic math. And you come up with these crazy ideas of, of well, I, I have these four people, and they're coming in two times a week, and this person's coming in once a week, so that's all I need. And I, I hear that all the time, that's all I need. 
You know, I'm not going to take any electives except for the ones like I actually have to, because I don't need, I don't need them. I'm not going to go to any of these seminars on the weekends, like activators this weekend. I'm not going to go to the activator seminar because I don't really need it. And I don't need, I don't need this. And I'm just going to do all I, I'm going to do the bare minimum just to get by, right? Right. So if you look at like a vitamin, like Centrum or Flintstones, right? It's the USRDA gives you the bare minimum, right? The bare minimum is like, like what squeaks you by. And then you wonder, when you get into practice in the real world, how come I'm not ultra successful? Right? How come everybody's just flocking to my door? I have a DC after my name right now, and I have a plaque on the wall, and everybody should be flocking to me. They're not flocking to you, because what did you do to prepare? Just because you made it through is no victory, even though it's a huge thing. But it, nobody cares about you just making it through, right? They're looking for the doctor. They're looking for the teacher. They're looking for the mentor. They're looking for the guy. They're looking for someone to inspire them. Are you training to be that person? Are you training to be that person? If you were in front of you right now, would you be excited? <clears throat> would you say, wow, this person is psyching <clears throat> me up. This person is giving me something different. This person is showing me a different direction. Right? That's what I want you to think about. And if you say, hot dog, if someone was in front of me as, as I was doing a new patient exam or adjusting them, and they'd be bored out of their mind because I got nothing to say, and I got, you know, done the callbacks of the Braves and how nice the weather is and the pollen count. You know, you think that's going to bring new patients to your office? What are you doing to sharpen your saw? What books are you reading right now? Aside from a green book, are you reading anything that's inspiring you? You know, or, or is Sousa your inspiration? Right? Yeah, Sousa. Yeah, Sousa. Right? New edition just came out, right? That is just dandy. I should compare the old one to the new one and see how exciting it is. See the fun changes that he's made. Right? And if that's your, if that's your idea, then not to say, once again, not to say it's a bad book, and I bring it up all the time because I know you guys, it's one of the few books I actually see people holding in this campus. This is that yoga. <laughs> So, but to think about, like, are you reading Seven Habits of Highly Effective People? Are you reading Richard Spann in Babylon? Are you reading, you know, Think and Grow Rich? Are you reading all these great books that are out there that you should be reading, these classics that will change your life? Or are you just looking on Facebook? Right? This is what I see most people doing. Most of you guys are just doing this. This is where you spend your life. Your head in your phone, flipping through Facebook. Once again, Facebook is a great medium for advertising. Fabulous. I get a lot of new patients by using Facebook as a, as a great way to connect to patients. Right? But I don't use it to waste my time. I don't care what other people are doing. I don't care what other people are posting, honestly. That's just not what I'm interested in. Not that some people have fantastic posts and people tell me about it. And some of them really, really good. But what are you doing to sharpen your soul? Right? What are you doing to train? If, are you preparing yourself like you're an Olympic athlete? Right? Are you preparing yourself? I'm an Islander fan. I'm from New York, so I'm an Islander fan. Are, the, the New York Islanders are not sitting around saying, gosh, we lost last night. Yep. Let's just kind of hang out. Let's just forget about practice today. We're just, I'm just going to put my feet up, drink me a beer or two, and forget about it. Right? And flip through Facebook. 
You think they're doing that? Or the Islanders, who they lost last night in overtime, a real close one, you think they're trading twice today? Right? They are sharpening the saw. John Tavares, the captain, is probably having a meeting right now with the team. Saying, okay, who cares? Now it's 0-0, zero, zero, right? Was it a seven-game series? All right, now it's 0-0. Zero, zero. We've got three games to win this. Forget about the rest of it. It didn't even occur. We're starting over. We've got three games. We've just got to win two out of three. That's what he's probably saying right now in the team meeting. What are you doing to train yourself? Or are you just going to eat by I'm just going to squeak on through and stay under the radar and do the least possible thing and the lowest common denominator and whatever I can do just to get the hell out. Right? Instead of sharpening your saw and really preparing yourselves. Yeah, it's hard work to step up a notch. I'm asking you guys to step it up. And I'm asking you guys to step it up, not just for your own sake, because I want you to succeed. And success doesn't come easy. I'm asking you to step up, not for chiropractic's sake, because chiropractic really needs some great leaders in the profession. You know what I'm asking? Why I'm asking you to succeed? Why am I asking you guys to succeed? To step it up. Because the kids are dying. The pregnant women are having C-sections left and right. People out there are dying for what you have and didn't tell them. And it's about time someone steps, their, steps up their game and starts telling the truth. And going out there and telling people what it is. Because if you don't do it, who's going And don't keep on looking at you like, well, I'm not a chiropractor yet. Or even when you are, oh, well, you know, there's all the other chiropractors. I, I just, I'm going to take my little niche. Time to step up the game, guys. Time to step up the game. Because it's, it's critical thinking time. You know, you guys got like, what, a year, maybe a year, a couple months before you're out? What are you going to do to step up your game? What are you going to do to take it to another level? What can you commit to? Can you commit to reading Think and Grow Rich? Probably the greatest book you'll ever read on changing your, your crappy mindset about finances is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. You can get it for free on your phones. You can get it for free on your phones. There's zero excuse for not reading this book. You can even listen to it if you don't want to read it, right? The audio version is attached to it. You can get it for free. Start doing something that's going to change who you are. Not keep yourself at whatever mediocre place you are. And some of you I know are not mediocre. Some of you are exceptional. But it doesn't mean that you can't even get better than that. It's completely up to you, right? This is all. This game is up to you. You can point your finger and say, "Oh, the parking this, and the teachers this, and the Oskies this, and the boards this, and the textbooks that cost too much, and the cost of living, and the chiropractor." You can point your fingers, and I can point my finger and say, "Wisconsin is ruining the budget," and I can point my finger and I can give it all up. But you know what? When you go like that, it's all saying, right? When you point your finger out there. How many figures you got pointing back at you? These three right here, right? So point the finger doesn't work, right? You can, you can point your elbow maybe, but you still got fingers pointing back at you. 
right? Because what I want, what I want is the testimonials. What I want is like an email I got yesterday from one of my patients. She came in and she had a baby that was in transfer position and uh, yesterday morning, early in the morning, she had a beautiful nine and a half pound baby boy naturally in four hours. And she said, obviously the chiropractic stuff really worked because it certainly wasn't this easy with my first two kids. Right, that's, the, that's what I want. What I want last night is a phone call. I had a new patient come in on Monday, gave her a first adjustment yesterday. I call every new patient I call after their first adjustment. And what do I ask those patients? After their first adjustment, what, what's my question? Do you have any questions? Yes, very good. Do you have any questions, any comments? I'm just thinking about you, right? You do not ask, how are you feeling? Right, because I'm not setting that kind of practice up. That's not my office. Right, a how am I feeling office is in another office. So you have any questions? I'm just thinking about you, you know, want to make sure you got a good experience. And she said, this is what she said, I thought this was amazing. She said, Dr. Urban, I've been to chiropractic all my life. She's 47. I've been to chiropractic all my life. I have a scoliosis since I was a kid. When I first started getting just when I was in high school, because I'm a, she was a track star in school. She said, you're the first chiropractor to tell me about my future. I said, what? She said, you're the first chiropractor when you look at the x-rays and you showed me the curve in my spine and you said, this is not just important for you to get out of pain now. She said, what you talked about was not about the pain now. She said, I'm thinking about your life when you're 60 and 70 years old. Because you've got a scoliosis now, so the generation, where is that going? Right? What's gravity going to do to you? It's going to pull you down. Right? I said, so if you, if you want to be like this, like is one of your grandmas like this? She said, yeah. I said, where do you think that started? When she was a kid. And she had scoliosis in her spine and wasn't taken care of, right? So she's like this at 20, 30, 40, 50, 60. She's like, oh, why am I like this? You're like that because you didn't take care of your spine when you were young. That's what I told her. And she said, thank you so much for telling me that because I want to have the healthiest possible life I can and I don't want to be like my grandma and you are the first person to tell me that and I've been to chiropractor for years. And I said, what do the other chiropractors tell you? And guess what she said? Yeah, when you uh, get adjusted, when it stopped hurting, you just stop and come back when you feel better. If the dentist did that, there will be no dental profession. Do you get that? If the dentist said, just come when it hurts, there'd be no dental profession at all. There'd be no prosthetic dentistry, there'd be no you know, braces, there'd be no come every six months for your cleaning, there'd be none of this kind of stuff. Right? So if the dentist can do it for your teeth that is like this thing, right? Think about what you can do for this. Right? That's the idea. That's what you want. That's what you want your clinic patients telling you right now. If you're not getting testimonies from your clinic patients, except for, oh, that felt really good. If that's all you're getting, then you're not getting, you're not going all the way. You're not giving them the extra mile. That's what BJ was talking about when he said, that's something. The thing that separates you from everybody else is that something. And don't tell me, well, there's a hundred people in this room and not all of us can have that something. Yes, you all have your own that something. You all have your own special, unique gift. It's just up to you to show it. Because when you show your gifts, then you get cute little things like this. 
This says, from Ladybug, which is one of my patients, that's her little nickname, love uh, to Doc Rubin, and she gives me this beautiful little heart, right? Last night, and she gives me like this. She said, I, she's, she's drawing, maybe like a drawer, like a big table over here where there's this drawing, and I'm walking by, she says, don't look, don't look, don't look. So I, I walk by like this, okay, I won't look, I'm not looking. She don't look, don't look. And then she comes over to me like this, and she says, Dr. Ruben, I have something for you. <laughs> and she's six years old, right? And she hands me like this. You know, fat little eyes and stuff, the cutest little thing, right? Just melts my heart. This is why, this is this, that something, right? Do you want that? Do you want this? Right? This is what I want. This is what I treasure. This is what I hang up in my office. Right? I hang this stuff up in my office because the kids give this to us all the time. This means I made a difference in a kid's life. Right? This is that something. And don't tell me you can't get kids in clinic. Right? Well, I'm not unified. Who the hell cares? Do your patients have kids? Probably. Well, I'm only seeing senior citizens. Well, they got something called grandkids. Right? Open your mouths. <coughs> Open your mouths. This is not up to someone else to succeed. This is not up to anything else but you. It's up to you. If you want success, then go for it. Train hard. Work hard. Be like an Olympic athlete. Be like someone who's in the NHL Stanley Cup class right now. Be like that and work, work. Work for this. Don't sit back. Don't put your feet up. This is no time for putting your feet up and resting on your laurels. This is time for effort. You've got a year. You've got a year now to sprint this last year. To work really hard. Go to every seminar you can. Read every book you can. Listen to every great podcast you can. Sharpen that saw so that when you graduate, you are out there like a third grade. And not like a donkey. Right? It's up to you. All right. I get myself so worked up.